sorry, one sec, my washing machine is just making some mad noises and I'm recording right by the washing machine. It's probably not best to do it while this sounding like it's turning rubble. So give it give it a second to quiet down. Can anybody hear that or is it just me? No, oh, no I can't actually. And we are back like trouser braces and sad faces. This is the Long Snapper Podcast. My name is Craig. Uh, I am joined by Adam, Russ and Mark. What's good? Everything. Yeah, it's a positive pod today. No Dougie. Those those sad faces. Is that your is that your fantasy an- analysis, Craig? Is it? I'm not even I'm not even ten seconds in, Russ, mate. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack the show right now. I'm gonna get something off my chest before we talk about anything more football. Let's just get it done. <laughs> if you listen to our podcast and you follow us on Twitter, you will know there was a. A reasonably important game that happened this weekend between me and Dougie and our league of record. Now, I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk about it in a bit more specific detail, um, but I need you to have a little bit of insight into how I'm feeling before we do this podcast. Now, again, details to come later. Long story short. I feel that Doug's going to edit the violin over this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, play that, I'll him, play that music why, in my head. Why would you give him? Why would you give him any ideas at all? And not only that, but this is going to be some poignant shit. Funnily enough, um, so obviously we had a big game. It was exciting. If you are a fantasy football player, you invest a lot of time into it, so you got a bit of effort. Um, I, I I did really well. The team did what was it was meant to do. It was meant to happen. And somehow, through the most unlikeliest array of events of circumstances, <coughs> I managed to score 151 points and still lose. 151 points and still lose. By a point, no less, or maybe a point seven. Now, I say that to say this. I don't know about how you lot sort of deal with sport and competition. But me, I take it kind of seriously. And I haven't felt the way I did at minutes after 12 on Sunday. I haven't felt that way two other times. One time was the last cup final I had. We were 2-0 up and we lost our pens. God's honest truth, with family, friends, real shit happened. The second time, uh, a little known fact, but I was actually on Golden Balls. Anyone know what, the, show the, the actual show with Jasper Carrot? The actual show with no Jasper Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me you got stolen. Right, so, uh, mate, let's put it this way. If I got stolen, I would have been arrested. I could never <laughs> have accepted that. But one, well, not quite as bad as that. This, this I, just, this, this is not a bombshell you can drop while you're, <laughs> while you're in Sympathy Street. Uh, listen, no, listen, man, this, I, you need some insight. It's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I was on Golden Balls. It does feel like we're kicking off with AOB. Every I've time you say eyes. that, every yeah. time you say that, it doesn't get any better either. Um, I was on Golden Balls. I got through to the second round. Now, I don't know if anybody is familiar with the game Golden Balls, but you show your front two balls and your other three 
that others can't see. So you say you've got whatever, and then you talk about it and negotiate and see who's maybe lying and whatever, who's got the most money, and then you collectively make a decision who goes to the next round. So I've already beaten one person. There's three of us left. Now, one of these dozy cows made a mistake in relaying her information. Now, as she's made a mistake, me being the alert, attentive type of guy I am, I spotted it ASAP. You can't have that. It's impossible given what we've already seen. So I'm on her neck. Boom. What you're saying is nonsense. Anyway, look, little that I know, she's simply just an idiot, made a mistake, relayed the wrong information. It became clear that she ended up having the most money. I've dug my own grave. And uh, sweet, Man United have just drawn. So that's a good sign, by the way. It was 1-0 down at Bristol City and I got a bet on. Anyway, back to the script. She made a mistake. This, turns out this, she, this is a script. She had, turns out she had she had the most money. I've dug my own grave. I've then got voted off. She's then had twenty five grand stolen from her. So there was money in the game. I don't know if anyone knows golden balls, but if you ha somebody has to split for anyone to win. So somebody did split. So there was money in the game, and I lost twenty five grand that day. I didn't sleep for six weeks. That's a god's honest truth. I did not <laughs> sleep. It hurt so much. I was. If we had done this pod on Monday, I would have been in my Ben Roethlisberger mode. I would have been talking about you know what? Maybe they're just safe for me anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I'm not, maybe I'm not too old for this. Maybe I'm too old for this. Listen. Oh my god! And the figures. I just be clear. Watching it from the outside, Craig, it was, it was, I felt for you. It was, I'll, 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 tell you, I'll tell you what, right, you lost just a bit of detail. The game-winning field goal for San Francisco against well, Tennessee was yeah. what did it for you. And I think you were more upset than I was about, yeah. about Tennessee losing that game. You were much more upset about losing your fantasy matchup against Doug. I've never seen anything like it. Here's never. the thing. Like, and I just want to be really clear. I can actually take Dougie out of it. Obviously, me and Doug, we have our banner. We have a little rivalry. It's brilliant. Good fun for the league. Good fun for the pod. Sure. Take that out of it. In fairness to Doug, Doug was a bit of a gentleman about the whole thing. He, he, did it. Yeah, he, was. he very much accepted what was happening for the pair of us. This was a very, very tense game. A point here, a point there throughout the evening. In fact, furthermore, like I say, we will get into details, but at one point <laughs> I was 60 points ahead and his defence had the max points they could have. And I still lost. So where I am at football right now, it's not great. <laughs> so not a not the best way to open a football podcast, but I can just tell you right now, I've, there's definitely been me and football are going for a bit of a tough time, and it might take a little bit of rec uh, you know reconciliation. Maybe we're going to need to spend some time talking, working out what each other want again, because this shit was very very painful. And and I'll be honest, after that game. One, during those games, I paid no attention to results. My only interest at the time was fantasy scoring. <laughs> so I've seen fuck all football and I have no idea what happened. So that's always a great way to begin. <laughs> um, so uh, I digress. Uh, thanks for indulging me for my 10 minutes of uh, whining and feeling a bit sorry for myself. Adam, we've got a quiz. Uh, we, we do. Just a, a little quickie. Um, I'm getting back into quickies. No uh, San Francisco, Indianapolis running backs who shall remain nameless. None of them. Uh, this is a bit of a gambling one. Um, you're, are you all betting men? 
We are. Three of you. Very much so. Everyone yeah. E- excellent. United better not blow. Um, you're, you're each going to get a chance to score five points um, with a little higher or lower. Um, and what you're going to have to tell me for each of your questions is whether the odds of the next thing are higher or lower than the previous thing. Uh, it's the same market. Um, who would like to kick us off? I'll go. Very good, Russ. Very good. Uh, your your market is simply going to be the winner of Super Bowl 52, which is this coming February in Minneapolis. And the starting price is the LA Rams, who are, as of today, anyway, they're 10-1 to 1 to, to win the Super Bowl. Uh, so for the next team, you're going to tell me whether they're, the odds are higher or lower. Um, so from 10-1, to 1, the Carolina Panthers... Higher than the Rams, uh, you would be correct. They are eighteen to one. Um, from there, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow! Uh, higher again? Uh, no, bad luck. <laughs> the, ja- are, the Jags are, are shorter than the Panthers. They are. They are fourteen to one as it stands. What um, can we? Can I ask who? Who? Is what site, what site it's on? He's not happy with this at all, is he? Oh yeah, I love that. Sky, Sky Bet. It's on Sky Bet. That's all I wanted to know. These prices were sort of lunchtime today. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to know what company we were we were looking at. <laughs> that, you'd, you'd have different answers if it was Paddy Power. <laughs> Obviously, Paddy Power has probably paid out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So from where were we? Jags at fourteen to one. Next. Atlanta Falcons. Uh, lower. Uh, incorrect again, I'm afraid. They're 16, uh, the Falcons. Um, and from there, the New Orleans Saints. Lower. Uh, yeah, they're 10 to 1. And from there, the Philadelphia Eagles. Lower. And correct again at 9 to 1. So you've oh, got 3 out of 5. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, Craig, Mark, anyone? Yeah, let's go. Craig, okay. I don't even like football anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> um, you are going to have the odds for home teams to win uh, this week um, in their respective matchups. So the starting starting price here, the New York Jets are five to two to beat the LA Chargers at home um, as as your first card, as it were. So. From there, Washington, who are playing Denver, are they, is that higher or lower than five to two? Lower. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the easy one, hopefully, to kick off. Uh, that they're two to one on actually, one to two. Um, and from there, Kansas City against Miami. Higher. No, sorry. Wait. So I want to say, are they are there be- le- less odds? If ca- yeah, higher, no, higher. It won't be better than one to two. Long, longer or shorter, surely. Yeah, longer. Yeah. This could get a bit confusing. So, you, so you're saying that you get better value. For you Kansas. get better value for Kansas, yeah. Actually, you wouldn't. They're uh, one to five. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, from there, Green Bay against Minnesota. Well, they're not going to be favourites, so longer. Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, they're hundred to thirty actually, Green Bay. And, and from there, Tennessee versus LA Rams, higher or lower than 130? 
that might be longer. No, no, shorter. We'll go shorter. Shorter. Uh, uh, correct again. Uh, 94 for Titans. Yeah. Um, somewhat incredibly. Um, and then finally, San Francisco, who are at home to Jacksonville, higher or lower than 94? Um, who, who's the home? Who's the home team? They're all the home team. San, San Francisco. Are San Francisco. Home. So they're going to. That's going to be long. They're not going to beat Jags. So higher than nine. Uh, you'd be incorrect. Actually, seven to four to to win at home. Uh, the bookies obviously fancy what? The, fancy the Niners at the minute. Oh, Jimmy G's not lost a game yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jimmy G. By the way. <laughs> fuck the fuck the Niners. It's, it's man, man's happy man's people. not happy with the Niners. Not happy at all, blood. Man not does not like Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> Should be me that's upset, but it's not. Um, they were the better team, to be fair. Um, but did Mark, you have to go drive down the field and then let them kick another field goal? Why couldn't you just let them win in the first place then? What was the point in that second drive? Other than ruining people's experience of football. It was a ridiculous game that for the neutral, as quite a few were. Literally, um, every game was ridiculous. Just yeah, happened. Especially that later, those those two. I don't want to talk about it anymore, Adam. Okay? All right, fine. We Mark, Mark. <laughs> we'll probably come on to this. Um, you have got the total points over under in each game coming up this weekend. Um, so where the I suppose where the bar is set. So. The over and under bets are the same odds, basically 10 to 11 uh, for either. So, uh, your first card is Atlanta at New Orleans, which is 53 total points, is where the, the market sees that one. Uh, from there, Cleveland at Chicago, are you going to say higher or lower than 53? Cleveland at Chicago. Um... I'm saying that there'll be less points, so is that lower? Yes, yeah. Um, yes, less is lower uh, in any sense. Uh, 30, <laughs> 39. Literally, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> um, 39, so from there, Tampa Bay at Carolina, higher or lower than 39? Uh, higher. Yes, 46.5. Um, from there, New York Giants at Arizona. Higher or lower than 46.5? Lower. Lower. Correct again. 40.5. Um, then LA Rams at Tennessee. Just keeps the Rams higher. Yes. 48.5. And finally, Buffalo at New England. Higher or lower than 48.5? Lower. Uh, you have got five out of five, and you are going to get some music, my friend. Hey! Brilliant. Tremendous, tremendous work there, Mark. Thanks, mate. That was good. I kind of feel like I, I, I think I had the easiest run there. It was just predicting which, who was going to be the highest amount of points in games. And you Whatever. had the opportunity to open the Skybet app on your phone. <laughs> oh, that, that as well. Christ, you think I could do it that quickly? <laughs> With a fingerprint? Oh, no. <laughs> no chance. Face ID now. Right. Um, since uh, I spent 10 minutes whittering on about my personal experiences maybe we should actually talk nfl please let's i don't even want to start with the first game like the first, it's just this is what i'm seeing I don't, I don't feel you understand i truly feel different about football now i'm it's different it's not the same like and i hated imagine that 
I hated New England beforehand. I hated them. I hate Tom Brady. As much as anyone who's never met another person can feel that way, I really don't like the man. (sighs) So, So there was some football, and New England faced Pittsburgh in an unbelievably ridiculous game that the Patriots somehow found their way on the positive end of results. But no, does Gronk need to go out for another drive? Of course he doesn't. Um, We're just going to end it on a weird, (laughs) ridiculous catch rule. Um, So should I start there? Is it a catch or not? How do we feel about that rule in general? The whole thing about the catch pisses me off. because (laughs) Pisses you off? (laughs) Yeah, man. Because if... What I don't like about it, you know, if, if anywhere else in the field, if that's if he drops it, fair enough. But what I don't like is the fact that if he's a runner running out and running in, as soon as that ball touches the goal line, that's a touchdown. Now, as soon as he's caught the ball, he's turned. Why is the same why does the same rule not apply? And I'm sure that Adam will be able to tell me exactly why it doesn't apply. But if he's caught the ball, he's turned to get into the end zone, the t- the ball touches the goal line, yet he then miscontrols it, the same rule doesn't apply. So he's it's an incomplete catch. I don't understand why, as a runner, if he did exactly the same thing and fumbled the ball into the end zone, wouldn't make a difference. And that's what fucks me off about it. For me, it's a catch all day long. See, from everything I've read and everything that people tell me afterwards, is that the letter of the law was followed and the officials have made the right decision and all the rest of it. However, the facts, and and we've been here before, well, every podcast at some point has been there about the catch rule. I'm going back to Des Bryant in the playoffs three, four years ago uh, against Green Bay. And then, so much so with this. So it caught Jim Nance and Tony Romo out. Um, they they didn't twig for what a minute of them actually reviewing this that it wasn't going to be a catch, and they were focused on whether the player was down by contact, which he wasn't. Um, he wasn't touched, um, and then suddenly, I'm not sure which one of them was. So hang on, is he maintain control and sort of what he's almost questioning why the officials were looking at it so long, and it caught them by surprise like a minute or so after the play so how how is the viewer meant to keep up with this um i mean uh, you know until until the rule is changed or made simpler for the layman um you know look at cricket Uh, what what constitutes a catch okay the only time it gets controversial in cricket is where there's some doubt about foreshortening of the lens or whether the grass is obscuring fingers under the ball or anything else but in cricket it's pretty straightforward if the ball doesn't touch the ground in the whole process it's a catch if it does it's not um the nfl is is much more murky you know you can have a catch where the ball has hit the ground um as you know as long as the the ground hasn't helped the the process of the catch um you can have the opposite that isn't a catch um but this this thing about the ball crossing the plane is murky in itself. I mean, the whole thing, the fact that we need to have conversations like this when something with all the replays in the world, it was clear cut. You, everyone could see exactly what happened. 
um, you know, as, as a fan, as what was an unbelievably exciting game, probably just the most ridiculous finish to a, a game with two of the best teams in the NFL. You could imagine to end to end in that way, or, not, or nearly end in that way, just seems seems a shame, really. You know, you've got people should be talking about, well, should perhaps be talking about, which we may come on to the next play, um, and Big Ben's interception, but uh, it, it should be in a moment of that magnitude. Every fan should look at it and kind of go, "Yeah, that's what happened." Um, yeah, I don't think anyone. Un- I don't think anyone gets what the rule is, and I don't get why the rule is different for receivers and running backs. I don't just don't understand why. That's my, that is that is literally my issue. Is why is it a touchdown if it's a T- uh, 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 tailback, and uh, and it's not, and we go into this ridiculous debate when it's a receiver, and we've yeah. seen it happen before. That's the thing. This isn't the first time we've had this debate. We had the debate with Des Bryant. We've had the debate. Um, who was it in Green Bay? I mean, it, feel, it feels like it's every other week. It's yeah, just yeah. This is this was so high profile at the end of a game. Um, that it's just <laughs> caught everyone's attention yet again. So, in terms of considering those two teams, obviously, um, you know, firmly in the driving seat in terms of the AFC. The two, uh, are we saying they're the two best teams in the AFC? Is by that a mile. consensus? By yeah, a, mile. By yeah, a yeah. long way. Cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> given that, you know, nothing, potent- nothing that we saw changes that, does it? You know, no, they, they, no. They've both no. gone. But is there an edge? Is there an edge for either side? Well, Um, well, do you know what? I think it was it was funny what we you know it was the comment was made last week that I think the Steelers have got better better running backs, better wide receivers, a better a better D, a better offensive line. But I still think the Patriots will win, and yet somehow they find a way to win the fucking game, and that's why everyone hates them. Um, (laughs) They're just they just. I mean, you've got a. Admittedly, it was a dodgy call, but you've got to, you've got to take your hat off to them. And how they managed to find ways to win that that kind of game, it's impressive. And that's why they keep winning the fucking NFL. Well, I'm it, it's, it's the difference when it counts of nerve. Just yeah. from Brady and Belichick out, just out, not necessarily out thinking Roethlisberger, Tomlin, and the Steelers, but just just keeping cool. Under pressure, you know, you look at what look at what Roethlisberger did with the the following play: the fake spike and the interception in the end zone. They needed a field goal to take that to overtime. It was like they forgot. It was like, okay, we're trying to get they're trying to get a touchdown to win the game, but they, after everything that happened, just forgot that they actually just needed three to tie it up. I don't think they forgot. I think that they thought that they had the time um, to take one shot into the end zone, knowing they had a timeout in their pocket, right. and yeah. think let's let's go for it. Um, you know, unfortunately, it, the play was awful right from the start. Um, as they said in comms, you know, you've got to throw a fade, you throw a slant, you're throwing it into people where it can get intercepted. Mm. Had that I'm, I'm not it, saying that... forgot, forgot, forgot. I'm just I'm saying that that was a, a more of a risk. Yeah, I think I think the play, it was the play call and the way that the play came out that was you wouldn't see Brady making that mistake. He would have thrown something, and it would have either been a touchdown to Gronkowski because fuck, no one could stop him, or it would have been in a position where there was never a chance it was going to get intercepted. Um, 
in in that kind of situation. Admittedly, you know, he's got previous with um, you know, with with certain other times he's done it, but you don't often see Brady making that kind of mistake and throwing it into a crowd where any kind of tip and you you, mm. you leave yourself open to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm annoyed. <laughs> Still, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. How 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 are the Patriots? How it it falls for them, and they don't have to go out and have another drive with, you know, Gronk inevitably getting at least a catch or two. You know, some that, that would have been, been enough. You wouldn't, it, Craig, an overtime some, drive with Gronkowski. So, some 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 people might be bitter about that, but um, <laughs> you know, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I just don't know how it's just. Mate, it just isn't the same. Anyway, so um, moving on elsewhere in the AFC, Jacksonville um, secure a playoff berth. Uh, what do we think about Jacksonville personally? I- I'm actually not impressed. Um, again, I don't watch fuck all in terms of actual competitive gameplay, so I won't know on the basis of the most previous week, but just not quite there yet. Definitely massive drives forward. Maybe, you know, one and done, but just not there there yet. This season will do them massive world of good in the next two, three, four years. They've got some good young players. Um, but for me, not convincing just now. Couldn't disagree more with you. Hey. I, I think <laughs> I, I think they've got the I think they've got the best D in the NFL, especially the best secondary. Um it is it's unbelievable what their defense can do. Um the, the only criticism that they had, really, was the fact that they didn't have a quarterback that was going to be decent enough to take them deep into the playoffs. Even Blake Bortles is playing pretty lights out at the moment. 326 yards and three touchdowns, admittedly against the Texans team that have pretty much packed up and gone home. But he still looks good, and he has and he has looked good for the last couple of weeks. Um I, I think that I can't see in any way. I think the, the last couple of weeks they put 45 points on the Texans. They put 30 points on the Seahawks and won. Um, 30 points on the Colts. They're looking good. Um, I don't think they'll be one and done. They, I don't think they will get past either of the um, Steelers or the Patriots, but I think they will beat whoever in the wildcard round without too much bother. That could be one of our teams as well, couldn't it, Absolutely. Mark? Yeah, and, and, and I can, I, I agree. I, I think they're incredibly well coached. That's the difference this year. Yeah. Um, they've they've had a lot of promising players, particularly on defense, the last two or three, and just haven't made it work. Um, and Blake Bortles has has been embarrassing. Um, what they've done is they've they've put him in positions where he doesn't need to make ridiculous throws. He doesn't need to take risks, and they're actually coaching him to play within his limitations. And actually, he's he's looked quite serviceable. Um, yeah. Where where your defense puts you in positions to to do things all the time, yeah, he's coming up with what he needs to do. Three hundred yards, three touchdowns. It's much easier when you're not constantly chasing a game, or you don't have a you don't have a D that's backing you up, or you're coached to the point where you've just got to make silly throws all the time. They're they're being really sensible with with him and. They've got a running game. They've got they've got all the other pieces, really. Um, I just don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm also I'm also getting really quite fed up with NFL UK, Sky, everybody 
in this country telling me I have to support the Jags. Um, you know, I, I, I don't. I'm not going to. Why? Why would I? Um, I have to like them. No, they're 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 a divisional rival. Uh, stop it. Um, uh, which which was much more tolerable when they were terrible, and and as you say, Mark, they're really not. Um, yeah. But I'd agree with what you say. Patriots, Patriots or Steelers, I can't see them going to either one of those places and, and getting something. Um, but they're going to have a chance to. Yeah. I just think there's not quite the um, the know-how, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. That's what I'm. That's what I'm a bit concerned about, to be honest with you. Um, but the defense, I do think, is for real. Um, next year, maybe not this year. That that's where I see them falling down against the Pats or the Steelers is where they're going to have to score score 30, points. 40 points. Is that that's that's where they fall short? I think against yeah. against lesser teams, their their D can can do enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, elsewhere in the AFC, um, Chiefs. Looking pretty, a bit, not not a million miles away, not the same thing, not a million miles away from the Texans, really. Just somehow picking up wins, but looking pretty average in doing so. You wouldn't be surprised to hear they were seven and nine at the end of the year. Um, they're not. Chiefs are picking up results and um, set for the AFC uh, West. We were that, high that on them. Massive result for them. We, we were high on them at the beginning of the year. I mean, what did they go? Maybe four and one, five and one, that type of thing. They were five um, and zero, weren't they at the start? There yeah. you go. Maybe yeah, five last and zero. Unbeaten team, I think. Alex, Alex Smith, you know, increasing his five yards uh, attempt to twenty yards an attempt to whatever it was, and we were thinking, oh, hey, fucking hell, you know, this is this is the Chiefs. Uh, not so much. Doug Although, was keeping us grounded. He was. He was. <laughs> <laughs> He was yeah, um, he was uh, he was pretty honest about it all, wasn't he? I mean, you think Kareem Hunt started on absolute flames as well, and then literally disappeared off the edge of a cliff, didn't he? Until this weekend. Yeah, well, he yeah. got hot this weekend. Uh, that's what they I, need, and that's that is that you know that's kind of the injection they they, they desperately need. What different um, to to take him? But does that improvement in the running game? Is that going to help Alex Smith? Because I do think that's the issue. It's all well and good saying he's a check-down artist, but people have got to be open. And for people to be open, you've got to play the run. Um, you know, offer that man coverage on the outside. Uh, I, I think if Kareem Hunt can find his footing and not play so boom and bust and contribute every week, I still think that Chiefs team could... I don't think you want to play the Chiefs. You know what I mean? I don't think they're the team that you think, yeah, I'll I'll take them. Especially you, don't want to, you don't want you don't want to take the Chiefs. If if you've got you know, whether Hunt's ripping it up or not, you've got that threat from Tyreek Hill. You saw it again against the Chargers. That's when suddenly oh you think oh, Alex Smith looks decent looks decent again. Um with that speed, um he only has to do it a couple of times in the game. Um you're the defense is going to be on the back foot. You know, they did it again. It just takes a couple of paces, and once he's once he's behind the the corner or the safety, if Smith can hit him, he's gone. And, you know that happened again, and yeah, that threat's always there. You've got to be 
you've got to be mindful of that on defence, um, and that that can open things up for Hunt and others. But I mean, Hunt's form has kind of followed the Chiefs' form. Really, he he disappeared for a few weeks. If he's if he's back, you know, it looks good for them. Let's um, let's jump over to the NFC. Um, brilliant way to start the NFC. Your washing machine what? is a joke, by the way. You can hear it. It's like it's gargling at the minute. I don't know what's happening over there. It's um, the visual representation of your uh, your fancy defeat. Shit, oh, mate. Oh. Come on, Mark, man. Come on, man. Sorry, man. I feel Shit, bad. Dog. Um, so, yeah, starting in the NFC. I don't, again, this is what I'm saying every time I approach it. I don't even want to talk about this shit. Like, I'm still... It still hurts. <laughs> it's a bit of a problem as a host of a podcast, though. Isn't it? it's, it's a literally... <laughs> it's a bit of a issue. So, the, 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 the Seahawks... Did, did we think he was going to mention it once and move on? And that would yeah, be it. No. <laughs> the, the, Seahawks, the Seahawks took on the Rams um, and got absolutely fucking toasted. I mean... Got their asses. The week before, Russell Wilson was minus like two point something points. Um, I love, by the way, how Russ thinks you're talking about him when you say Russell Wilson. Every every single time. (laughs) (laughs) Every single time. I I almost pray that it is me. <laughs> well, if, if you're not, can gonna, you explain you're not gonna, what happens to you, yeah, then? yeah, yeah, you're not gonna, you're gonna, not gonna like what I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> uh, last week, it was minus two points or something at the end of the third. Ended up scoring twenty-two points by the end of the fourth. This week, um, you know, it's not like people have got a fantasy semi-final, Russ. That is one of the most epic fantasy games of all time. Russell Wilson did absolutely fuck all. Absolutely nothing. Seahawks scored seven points. Rams scored four, 42 points. Todd Gurley, four touchdowns, 188 yards rushing against the Seahawks. Now, yeah, sure, it's a banged up D. 188 yards rushing and four touchdowns against the Seahawks D. What? The fuck. I mean, so, you know, fantasy excluded. What does that mean for the Seahawks? Are the Rams that good? Or is this a real issue? You know, something that's been coming. Sherman goes down. Um, Thomas has been in and out. You know, is this is this a real problem? Are we Have we seen the end of that legendary Legion of Boom Seahawks defense? I <laughs> That game, I can't. I actually can't explain what happened. Um, it just, and it all seemed to happen so fast. That game was that game was over in the first quarter, literally finished. Mm. Um, and we've said previously about how Russell Wilson's kind of doing it on his own for Seattle. Um, and while that kind of remains true, um, that was too much, way too much for even him. Um, you can't. You can't do that every single week. And when at a start like that that the Rams came up with, you know, if it, they're that far behind, it's gone. Surely, surely that's the point, though, isn't it? If Wilson's doing it all on his own and pulling magic out of his ass, sort of 
six or seven times out of ten, those other three times, nobody's nobody's stepping up, which means the Seahawks are, are lacking all round. I mean, they've had issues with their offensive line for the longest. Russ does have to do everything just to open the opportunity to pass the ball. Running game has been an issue since Marshawn Lynch left, pretty much. So, you know, the truth is, Russ has probably been masking some really deep-rooted issues on the offensive side of the ball for a little while. Jimmy Graham hasn't integrated into the team or been nearly as big a focus of the offences. Maybe we would have initially expected when they made that trade. Um, you know, other than Baldwin, who is competitive consistently, they, 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 they have definitely got some issues on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but the defence is what worries me. How can, how can they can't stop the run? They can't stop the pass. This is not the Seattle Seahawks defense. It's it's crazy. And with some of the offensive power, particularly in the NFC, you know, I think the Seahawks have got a you know, don't forget this year. I don't I don't I actually um not sure they even make um the playoffs sort of from the wild card, but I think two, three, four years. Russ is prime. They could be in trouble. Oh, well, they, they've been, as you say, they've been decimated with injuries, um, especially on, on defence. But you you always feel with them, the way they coach, they'll, they'll still be a stellar defence. But no, no not, not from what we saw on Sunday. Um, they're going to go into Dallas this week and that's going to be tough. Zeke's, Zeke's going to be back. Zeke's going to be hungry. Um, uh, that's, that's, that's probably it for them, as you say. Yep, Zeke back. Dak playing well. Um, people were hating on Dak earlier in the year. Had a little downpour. I did say I was very clear. You know, let the young quarterback come through it. Give him the chance to improve. We all go through it, um, and I think he's got, he's done a, a pretty good job of it. He looks good. He looks like he's back in control. Certainly, three four weeks ago he didn't. Um, so, I mean, the truth is. No matter how that game goes, neither team are good enough in the NFC, are they? I mean, in, in the NFC, who are the real contenders? Well, I think you've got the the West, North and East, you've got nailed on division winners now. Um, you might actually have three from the South to join them. Um, um, that's that's the way it looks. I mean, that's the way it stands at the minute, but that's the way it looks as well. So, New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta... The trouble with them is they've got to play each other a little bit. So there are opportunities for Detroit, um, Dallas and Seattle um, playing each other. As I say, Detroit might have the best chance of those three teams um, looking at who they've... I mean, they've got Cincy this week um, and you know, potentially uh, they'll have a division opponent, obviously, last week. I've lost it now. Um, but, yeah, whoever they're up against... Um, Ever the prepared? Tell tell me, tell me who they're playing. Oh dear! <laughs> I don't um, have it open. Who are you? Who, who do you <laughs> want to know who's playing? De- Detroit next next week. Uh, it's the Packers. Okay, the Packers are out. That was that was where I was going with this. They're either going to be playing the Vikings are in or someone who's who's out. So the the Bengals and the Packers. That's if they they win both of those. Um, some. Some NFC South taking each other out could happen for them. 
But big game. So uh, Falcons Saints this week, massive. Well, they all play each other, don't they? The Falcons yeah, yeah. Saints and and Panthers, and you know we've got a little. We could play, effectively got a, a, a wild card tournament. Um, all of them have a chance to <coughs> beat the other teams and, and, and get themselves in. So, and I, to be honest, I think that's where the strength is in the NFC. I think uh, they all will gain. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there you go. Um, sorry, I do to think... sorry to disappear, boys. My Skype decided to die on me. So I made you back now. So yeah, I, I, that's that's the one for me. Uh, and if I was to, okay, let's be let's be better men. Um, what did we say last? I can't remember. We had we had picks last week. Go back and listen. We're to pick now after this week. Um, let's everyone have an AFC representative and an NFC representative in the Super Bowl. Adam, you can go first. Well, last week I said the evil organisation against the Saints. Um, I'm probably sticking with that for now. Um, the Vikings keep impressing me. Um, don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's hard to hard to say the Eagles Eagles without Carson Wentz. Um, but the Rams. The Rams surprised me massively, so who knows? Um, we'll stick with the Saints, Saints for now, but maybe LA, not far away. How's that for sitting on the fence? Literally, Russ. <laughs> uh, the way it stands at the moment, I can't see too far away from the Pats against the Vikings. Okay, uh, that was census last week, wasn't it? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, Pats against the Vikings. Uh, I'm going to go Steelers. <laughs> and um, I like I like what's happening in Carolina, man. I, I just... I do... I, I'm, a, I'm a big... Obviously, people, some people get hung up on numbers and shit like that. Um, I'm a big fan of the eye test and how shit feels and it just feels like they're just getting into rhythm people might have seen that clip with clay matthews and and cam which is the oh, one of the fantastic. most brilliant bits of you know football <laughs> brilliant bits of enjoyable football to watch um where cam called uh clay matthews called the play cam said all right cool watch this and chucked a slant so <laughs> Here, Craig, do you want some breaking news to make your sporting week even better? Yeah, I already know, man. Cheers, Russ. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm, I'm very pleased. Russ, mate, I don't like how, you, how you're kind of like relishing in this, bro. Like, you're looking a bit happy about it all the time, mate. I, 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 I want to see more compassion and understanding. <laughs> Less prodding and kicking while a man's down. I, I, <laughs> I, thri I thrive on others' misfortune. <laughs> <laughs> So United have just fucking lost to Bristol City. Cost me 30 quid for no reason. Um, last I, last I had a minute goal. Three team accumulator and United. United have literally bust cost every you one quid. of my bets. It's all about you. It's all yeah. about you. It is. Basically, today <laughs> is. I ain't gonna fuck. Fuck you right. Um Anyway, so my turn. Pittsburgh, I think, will we'll, we'll make, make the Super Bowl. I think they've just got the best players. Um... And my underdog is Carolina Panthers. I just think sometimes you can catch lightning in a bottle. And they've got that leader in Carolina <coughs> is a winner. And I think that will play out. 
I hope that that'll play out. I really don't want Tom Brady to win enough Super Bowl. Like, I really don't want... If Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl and Dougie wins both our league of record and the long snap pod one, I'm not watching football anymore. I've said it. Uh, uh, that's me. Done. Tapped out. I would have enjoyed my time in the sun. Time to move on. Probably go and follow Bristol City instead. Yeah. Speaking of moving on, let's get into fantasy. Let's not get into fantasy. Let's do one seven previous before <laughs> <It's> fantasy. <laughs> okay. Ahead <laughs> for next week. I really hope Doug is what listening to this, and he, as soon as you say that, he cuts it, edits it in, and then here's that line. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, let, he, he should leave it in there if he does. Yeah, and then here's this, and then oh, I can just imagine his face going, "For fuck's sake, boys." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Right, let's let's get into our previews. Everybody ready? Indianapolis at Baltimore. The Ravens are all on a run. Expect a Saturday night bumming for the Colts. Minnesota at Green Bay. Minnesota to slap the pack about as they head towards the playoffs. Detroit at Cincinnati. Couldn't be easier for Detroit this one. The Bengals have actually given up and their coach is heading out the door. Miami at KC. After four straight defeats, two big wins for the Chiefs, these are st- 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 stuttering towards the AFC West. Buffalo at New England. This will be the game that brings the Bills Mafia back down to a bump. Cleveland at Chi-Town. 0-16. It's happening. Tampa at Carolina. One of the NFC South wildcard tournament games. Panthers to keep on the pressure and whoop the sorry, underperforming yucks. Atlanta at New Orleans. Another huge NFC West clash. Keep spreading around the wings, boys. Just enough for you all to make the playoffs. Denver at Washington. Not even the Broncos and the Redskins fan give a fuck about this one. Rams at Tennessee. It's the Jeff Fisher Bowl, but there's no 7-9 bullshit from the Rams this year. Chargers at the New York Gents. Someone just smashed Blockhead for me. Seattle at Dallas. Zeke is back and the Seahawks will be angry, but the loser goes home. New York Giants at Arizona. The ultimate who gives a fuckball this weekend. Fingers crossed for the Bird Gang. Pittsburgh at Houston Texans. Had the Texans not lost the two biggest parts of their offense and defense, this may have been the AFC Championship game. But they did, and it isn't. Oakland at Philly. For me, this is the biggest disappointment of the year versus the biggest surprise. So much so that neither has much to play for in this one. Jacksonville at San Francisco. Jimmy G is 5-0 as a starter in the NFL. Expect this to be the end of that one. And there's your one sentence preview done reasonably badly. <laughs> uh, let's definitely move on. All the best, Doug. Yeah, sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Still the line Um and let's talk fantasy. And the ten tens of listeners who are out there. Are you in? I want a league based on taking Adrian Peterson in like round six. Man like Z! <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going to surprise you. Um, we've done most of this already, haven't we? I weren't looking forward to this part. I agree. We've done this. And we, have, we, have we done this? Can we move on from well, this? Well, we've, 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 done, we've done your well, Mark's bit. left, so I'm assuming... We, can. Um, <laughs> we should probably talk about the long snapper league a little bit, um, given that 
it's about to finish. Um, who's in the final? It's Doug against the Welsh Patriots, isn't it? I know what um, the big biggest matchup last week was the well the most important one was obviously the Partridges and their game against um, any other business and after their their subterfuge and their attempt to try and trade for Gronk, <laughs> um, I tw- <laughs> you'd have all seen a video that <laughs> I <could> not acknowledge <laughs> Tyler Tyler Croft is his name Tyler Croft Tyler Croft tight end that Russ what? tried to what? offer up. And that drop, oh, so, that, just just incredible. So let's so what, while I'm here, then the, the, just to give this a bit of context, because uh, you know, overall I was trying to downright cheat. Let's make no bones about this. <laughs> um, so I was trying to work out whether whether having context or not having context <laughs> on this made it any better or worse. But for for the for the sake of the tape, um, I think you'll find that I was trying to cheat to get someone of Gronk's stature in just to beat any other business at the weekend and you know quite rightly looks like i got my uh comeuppance <laughs> basically close, basically because you're in as well because you're in cahoots with doug but he failed to explain that that's why you offered me the trade <laughs> well exactly exactly yeah i asked him to explain it and he didn't bother um yeah we do you, know, do you know what russ had, had, he, had he explained it i probably would have gone with it <laughs> Well, he's a dick. Um, <laughs> it was it was pretty tight, Adam, wasn't it? To be fair, it was it was nip and tuck. Yeah, um, it was as tight and exciting as any consolation bracket game can be. Yeah, uh, but it took on a little edge after that, didn't it? Yeah, so it sort of suddenly mattered. Um, but yeah, we should we should probably. So, Doug's team goes through to the final against the West Patriots. Um, both scored reasonable points last week. Um, Hotcliffe yeah, Tantrums, 122. Um, I think Welsh Patriots, 130 points. So, you know, highlight this. I mean, this weekend, there was just some very, very, some very good performances, stellar performances, performances that you would expect from people you either traded for or drafted high. And then was just some crazy circumstances in games that you just won't ever see again. That also resulted in <coughs> in bad points um, this week. Um, if you're heading into the risk about Championship Week for all, and this is a, a word of caution um, to all fantasy players, is that some teams and we don't really have a you know we've got no whatever fourteen and 0, 15 and 0 team in the league this year in the NFL. But those teams who are comfortably in, it's about how much workload those top players are going to see. So you have going, you're going to have to you have to balance that. Be clear about workload when, when setting your lineup this week because you could get caught a cropper, you know? And, it, and it, it is, I can tell you from experience, it's painful, man. It's painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Gonna pick a winner. Uh, Hotcliffe is he? Is he called the Hotcliffe Tantrums in our league? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He is. That's, that's what I'm Tantrums going with or, as well. Or Welsh Patriots? No, it's it's a uh, Dougie. I'm afraid. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's looking tight on projections. Um, you know, Brady versus Newton, Gurley versus Ingram. There's some pretty stellar matchups going on there. Um, if I'd stick my head on the on the block, I'm I'm gonna go with the Patriots. 
more in hope than expectation. Yeah, I'm just, I just hope. I'm please, uh, you know, Reese. Don't know a huge amount about you, but please, for the <laughs> oh, love please, of all that is pure, <laughs> all that win, is good, win, win, win this world. game. Please yeah. win this game. Yeah. I've, not, I've not wanted as much as that for a while. You make my point for me, and I, I think it's like I say, no hate, no hate at all, at all. But I can't, <laughs> I can't live in a world that. Doug wins two leagues and the Patriots win a Super Bowl. I can't live in a world, a football world that allows that to happen. I can't live in it. So, you know. from what I can, from what I can tell, he will live or die by how the the Rams get on this week, as he's got Gurley, Watkins, Cup all in his lineup. And um, Watkins and Cup are killed me last week. Yeah, they did, but they are. You know, they're not massively consistent. Um, nope. So, Crabtree's in his lineup as well. Who knows what you'll get out of him? Say what, I'm, by the way, say what you like about the Titans. The Titans can stop the run. I've yeah. set myself up for a fall massively there, but can they um, stop Gurley? T- t- yeah. Titans can suck my dick. That's Thanks. what they can do. It looks um, like it looks like Doug's going to be missing Antonio Brown as well this week, though. Oh yeah, the guaranteed. I think oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much done. done. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's but done. he's he's out of his team. So, but you know, he can still rely on Josh Gordon, Adam Thielen, Fournette. Devonte Adams. Although Adams is a is a questionable one now that um that well, Hun- is, yeah is Huntley's going to be back in, isn't he? Yeah, Adam, he is. Adams, so, that, that hit was ridiculous, which we didn't talk about. We talked about so many this year. That hit Adams took was just ludicrous. Mm. Mm. Very not nice. Um, <clears throat> so, unless anyone has anything else I want to talk about in fantasy, I'm quite happy to move out. Of fantasy. Okay. Yeah, agreed. I've got to say it was been a pleasure for my first ever fantasy season. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll, last, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> please, please do hear it. I like yeah. the way it's now just you rather than you and Ben. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're was, we're it united. Was Gerard Houllier in the end, wasn't he? He got the elbow, didn't he? He got the elbow. Right, right. I said no. There's no director of football role in this team. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Let's do any other business. Fuck knows. Who wants to kick us off? Do we do the betting thing? Or we move? There's not. Oh, the betting thing. Yeah, Mark. No, no, no. Let's do the betting thing, Mark. How did we do? We didn't win. We lost. What did we lose on? Didn't didn't my bet come? Well, it was the problem was that there was a couple that didn't come in. Adam, you bet on the, the under, I think, on the points and the total points in the um, Titans-San Francisco game. Both teams got going a bit in the end. No. Yeah, so there was, too, there was too many points in that game. Craig, um, I can't remember what yours was in the end, but you also lost. Um, there was a, I think yours was the under points in the Seattle game and the, yeah. the Rams yeah. scored too many points on their own. They decided to just yeah. absolutely yeah. bum them. Yeah, I, I stuck on... Um, a, a, an accumulator for all the games of the weekend and I missed out I missed by one no one what would that have paid although it was a, a lot of people in the Pickham there was a lot of sort of 14, 15, 16 yeah yeah so there was yeah it was it was one of those weeks what would, um, you, what would that have paid Mark oh about eight, 800 quid something like that oh so annoying yeah missed on one it was the um uh, it's you know I can't even remember it was too painful. It's, it's your your golden balls moment that is. 
Yeah, I can't remember. Twenty five grand, mate. Twenty five grand, and they're in front of you. The people are in front of you. This dumb bitch got it wrong. She made a mistake. It was the. Uh, I'll tell you, who it was. It was the. Uh, I picked the Steelers over the Patriots. Ah, that's fair enough. Every, oh. every other one, I was. I was correct. We all got to believe in something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's um. Let's hit AOB. Who's ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Shall I? I'll go. I'll. Uh, I'll jump in. Um, I have one of those weird, weird moments that sort of slightly socially awkward. Um, I went. It was my dad's birthday on Monday. Um, went over to sort of half hours drive or so to a restaurant near where he lives and to the family. I uh, had a sort of meal about six o'clock. Um, went went to the loo. Came out the kind of came out the toilet and there's like a someone sat at a table nearby. I thought, oh, I know that guy. I don't know that guy. And then I sort of dismissed it. Oh no, it must must just be a little bit of a lookalike. Some guy sat there looked really like Russ, like really like Russ. Um, and I thought, no, <laughs> Russ was Russ it Russell Wilson? <laughs> that, well, yeah, yeah, Russell Wilson. I said, yeah, Russ lives in Cornwall. This is this is ludicrous. Went back to my seat. Then we're sort of getting ready to leave, and the, the guy st- stands up and he sort of looks at me again, and I'm sort of staring. You know, at the point where a stranger that you've stared too long, and he sort of nods a hello. I sort of nod, nod a hello, and the whole thing sort of walked out of this walked out of this restaurant. And said, he really, really looked like Russ, and like I couldn't get it out of my head. And you feel like just odd about it and <coughs> had this weird um feeling for sort of so, the rest of the evening there, there's there's my there's my a or b so it, it might be worth i'll go next craig if you want yeah um, crack on, man. and it just so happens that this week uh i flew to london and then got the train just north of london to a place called stansted mount fitchett uh where on monday evening i went out with some work colleagues to a, a restaurant um, in the local village, enjoying a, a glass of wine and, and some food with with my colleagues. A guy comes out of the toilet and walks past my table, and I look at him as if to say, "I know you." And we keep eye contact for <laughs> what is an insane amount of time, where it's uncomfortable to the point where you go, "I know you," but neither of us are going. Hold on a minute, it can't. It can't be. It must, no, no, definitely isn't. Right, move on. This is too weird for it to be true. So as said uh, person who I recognise is getting to leave, picking up his son, carrying him, getting ready to to go, getting everything ready. um, I stand up and I think to myself, I'm going to go and talk to him now because I'm certain I know who that is. As I stand up, and we make eye contact again for an uncomfortable amount of time. And I and I and I give a little bit of a I give a little bit of a nod as if to say, "Hi, you know, it's me." Um, he looks at me with a an even blanker expression than I was expecting previously. I love this. To which to which I then take a sharp diver to the waitress and say. Can we just order some starters, please? Um, <laughs> so completely, completely bottle going to, to actually make direct contact with said person who I believe was somebody very close to me on this podcast. Um, so so <laughs> to cut brilliant. so to cut a long story short, right? We've been 
Hold on. Sorry, my, my son's toy just went off there. <laughs> well, that, that that's music that was quite apt for this entire story. Um, and yeah, so having conversed for well over 12 months, you know, talked about different sports, been on Twitter and, and all this sort of stuff, we had the opportunity to actually say hello, shake hands, maybe even have a very quick drink or whatever. Um, and neither of us took it. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. So, okay, we obviously at the start of this AOB were aware of what happened. There was discussion that evening, but the discussion did not take place in person. I went on, I went on my merry way back home, and then also had I checked, had I even looked at my phone, I would have realised and you know gone back in, said said hello, had a drink, um, but I didn't until I until I got home. And there's several messages from Russ and Doug. And, I think uh, I think you blanked him on purpose, Adam. <laughs> It's, 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 I think you've given I it a big one. You know what, boys? You have highlighted a real issue with today's culture. You literally <laughs> talk to each other weekly, multiple times a week. <laughs> but seeing them in person, oh, no, no. Can't really, can't, what is that it? Oh, no, no, no. All I was worried about, I didn't want to make a dick of myself to a stranger. That's what. Okay. That's I'm sure what you did. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I logically didn't, didn't think sure it didn't could be Russ. It the thing is, you're, you're quite, you're both, quite, you're both fairly distinctive looking blokes. So <laughs> Literally. You, know, you couldn't, you couldn't get it. Do you, right. you want to know? Do you want to know how I, how I first started the, the contact in the? We, there's a, a little group for the, the cricket pod that we have mm. sort of non or not started, and I've put mm. in there, and I've put my first message just said, I'm in a bar, straight restaurant, and I'm sure Adam's here. He's obviously got no phone because he's not seen this. And then I put, although he seems to have more hair than Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could have Brilliant. done, boys? You could have said, oh, are you Russ? And the Russ. worst, and the worst, worst could have happened, he could have said, nah, mate, wrong person. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, obviously. Remember, remember when that used to happen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, when Mark. we used to talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, well, I, I thought you'd enjoy that story. I did. I really did. I did enjoy it. It's the first time I heard it as well, so that's fun. Yeah. So, nice. what? I have a question. Have does this mean that Russ and I have technically met? It means that you. Um. Every, every time I want to call you something, it's a slur, and I'm kind of aware that we're not just around the bar having a drink. We're actually aware, like putting this out to people, and people might find it offensive. But. I think to a sissies. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, crack on. Um, I don't know if you boys watched The Apprentice. Yeah. I watched The Apprentice. Um, I used to really enjoy The Apprentice. This season and the last couple of seasons, it's been a slightly bit more iffy for me. They're just basically getting mor- morons on now um, that make decent TV. Um, but it was the final this Sunday just gone so spoiler alert if you are waiting to watch The Apprentice final still you might want to turn off and so I'm going to tell you what happens um, it's the final now since Alan Sugar changed his uh, changed his philosophy that he wasn't going to give somebody a job he was going to give them an, uh, give them an investment I'm pretty sure that as soon as the people who are getting on that show um, know they're getting on the show and he knows who the candidates are he knows exactly who he wants to work with because he's seen a business plan. Um, he knows what type of industry it's going to be in. And he's got a pretty decent idea as to which he's going to be able to make money and which of the people he's going to be able to work with. He's got a reasonable idea. So the rest of the 12-week show and what it has become now, which is why I don't enjoy it as much, is that basically it's just some bullshit 
excuse to have some amusing tasks so he can whittle down and basically get rid of the people that he doesn't like anymore. The one decision that that fucker has to make in the entire series is in the final picking one of those people to actually make an investment in. It's the one thing he knows at the beginning of each of each episode who he's firing if he gets the opportunity to fire, regardless of how they perform. He's got one decision to make, one, and that's who is it's going to be, who are you going to win. Don't be nicey-nicey about it. You're meant to be this like axe-wielding, hard-nosed businessman that's got to make a decision. In a final of a programme like that, to have both of these candidates and to take both of them on because, oh, I can't make a decision. It's the most bullshit, anticlimactic ending to a television series of that ilk that there's ever been. And it will be the last second of any episode of The Apprentice that I ever watch in my entire life. Alan Sugar, you're a fucking arsehole for making us sit through that series and then taking on two candidates at the end of it. Bullshit to you. Go fuck yourself. I've, I've watched every single series of The Apprentice and I gave up halfway through this one. Good and for you. I, you should, like I, I, should have right done the, I should have done the same thing. I, I once had the opportunity to audition for The Apprentice. In fact, it was for this series. I, I actually applied and I got the opportunity to go to Birmingham to audition for the series based on my business plan and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I didn't bother going. So there you go. You didn't bother going? Oh, I, I, th- I, I thought you were going to say you saw... Alan Sugar in a cafe and then didn't go up to him because you weren't <laughs> sure it was him. <laughs> Old Sucre. You want to uh, you want to be disappointed? Um, go watch Star Wars if you're a fan. That help. I won't. I won't actually give you spoilers. Though. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to try and end on a positive note, given the fact that you know. I found it tough. I need, I, I need you to know I found it tough. Lasky, I don't know if you know what it's like. Lasky, anyway, I, let's not go back there again. Let's move on. Let's look forward. So here's what I'm going to say. It's Christmas, that's, y'all. That man just needs a hug. That's what <laughs> you need, isn't it? It's, it's Christmas, guys. And uh, yeah, have fun. That's it. Enjoy it. If you've got some time off, do that. Don't spend more money than you have. Like, you know, just because of the day. Invest in people that you care about. Take stock and, you know, make sure you have fun. Tell people you love them. Stuff like that. Stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. Merry Christmas. Good good way to go. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers, boys.